0: Welcome to Aspire. I'm your host, Gregory Penn. How deeply grateful I am to have you for the first radio program of 2018. Oh, my. January the 6th, 2018. Thank you for joining me. Uh, we're going to be looking at uh, Greg Today. I think you'll find this kind of fun and interesting. At least I hope you do. I want to remind you that it is only through your tax deductible gifts that you are listening to this radio program. Without your financial support, we could not be on the air. It is through your donations, we pay for airtime and all the other things that make Aspire happen. So I hope that you will become a sponsor, be generous. Um some of you uh, became a sponsors last year, and uh, the mystery donor matched your sponsorship, and that really helped, but we need many more, so I hope that you will consider being a sponsor. Your donations go to support so many wonderful things that Aspire does, as well as our TV program, so if you go to the website at aspire.org, that's A-S-P-I-R-E dot org, O-R-G, And uh, you hit the little button there that says support on the main page at the top. Uh, A drop-down menu will come, and it will tell you about Aspire, why support it, what it means to support Aspire, and what you can expect, and all the little goodies you get. So I hope you will take that time to do that. I, I know that's probably asking a lot, and everybody wants your money. But uh, Aspire's Donations, they really go out and help people. And I hope you will help me to serve humankind in this way. Well, I get all sorts of different emails from people from all over the country that listen to me. And uh, sometimes they're very, very kind and sometimes they're a little edgy and sometimes they're not so kind at all. So... I won't give you the percentage because I haven't done that. Uh, I thought I'd do the edgy ones, Uh, the ones that I think uh, very few um, radio hosts would probably uh, talk about or want to talk about because uh, they can get kind of uh, iffy. Uh, But I think they're legitimate questions, frankly. And uh, I like it when people are authentic and um, say things that are on their mind and maybe I can... Help them. Although I am a firm believer that once an opinion has been uh, set into motion or done, that is uh, probably the final call. But maybe not. We'll see. First one comes from Mary. She does not tell me where she's from. Greg, I do not read your commentaries. I read one a few years ago, and they make me feel so wrong and bad so on your radio programs do you think you could be a little more positive to offset your commentaries mary <laughs> mary the the interesting thing here about this email is you never question yourself you are listening to me with the ears of a mary I'm speaking to you from the heart, the authentic heart that has nothing to do with Greg, just the authentic heart. And Greg hears this with his human heart and scoffs at it because he knows he's had to be put aside for the sake of a bigger picture. And he resents that inside of me and he wants to take charge here. Listen, Mary, my commentaries are for certain kinds of people. And they are commentaries that are about my experience of 45 years of being a spiritual teacher. They're not for everyone. I don't have very good news for you. Okay? I'm just telling you what I've been through with human beings. And I've been through a lot with human beings. I've been through a great deal of their pain, their sorrow, their suffering. I listen to their indifference. I listen to their anger. I listen to their fears. I do a lot of things you probably would not consider doing yourself. I mean, just going to hospice and dealing with people, the families of people who are leaving their body, is a major trip. I mean, major. People are very greedy, they're very unkind, they're very self centered. That it's all about pride and vanity and fear. So with all of that being said to you about what I'm saying to you right now, I think I'm pretty mild when I'm talking about such matters in commentaries about the way we live and what an authentic spiritual practice is and how difficult it is to be in an authentic spiritual practice, how people shoot themselves in the foot You know, by being um, greedy and selfish and unkind. Mm. And then they want uh, this grace of God to come over their life and give them everything that they think they want and deserve and need. And this kind of stuff just rolls on and on and on and on to nauseam. Now, there is not a thing I can do about the way you hear me. You are responsible, Mary, for how You Hear Me. I'm in service to humankind, and I could sit here probably and uh, candy coat this whole thing for you if you wanted me to. Candy coat it and make it sound like, oh, everything is beautiful in its own way. Uh, love that song. But here's the deal. It isn't so beautiful. My radio programs, as you are listening to them and song, are very blunt. Because people are asking me serious questions, and your question is very serious. And to me, it requires a an answer that is meaningful, an answer that is un- concise and to the point. So I'm giving you that. Now, whether or not you like what you hear and what you read is another story. I'm not here to please my audience. Now, I know that doesn't sound very smart and probably why I have to beg all the time for money. But I'm not here to please the audience. I'm not here to turn you upside down and shake you by telling you things about yourself that just aren't true. Like, your poop don't stink. It does stink. And all of our poops stink. So, (laughs) that's why it's a stinky world. You have to begin to look at the meaning of this lifetime. And I don't think that people want to um, look at it, or those that do don't know how to, or those that do are reluctant to. There's all sorts of different mindsets that I'm dealing with when I'm on the radio, and I don't see all of you. I don't know all of you. I've never met most of you. So there you are. I have to kind of just go by intuition. So I'm going to tell you, you say, you do not read my commentaries because they make you feel wrong. Well, maybe you are, and maybe it's about time somebody helped you with that, pointed that out to you, said things to you that made you look at some of the things you're thinking, saying, and doing, and not giving you carte blanche just to do whatever you want to do when you want to do it as you want to do it. So, you're only looking for the things that make you feel good so you can go on being the Mary you are. Is is that what you're telling me? You want to be a Mary, and you're just going to stay doing merry things on your merry way. And that's as far as it's going to go. You're not going to go any deeper. You're not going to maybe uh, find out what you are find out the nature of your heart, the nature of your being, you're just going to keep doing the way you're doing, living the way you are. And you only want to hear those people who have a message that tell you that you're okay. Really, Mary? Then I'm not your guy. I'm really not. You you have a long way to go and a long haul for many, many lifetimes. But at least... And I give you credit for this. You were exposed to me a little bit and you allowed me to annoy you a little bit. And that's really very valuable. Once you feel that annoyance inside, um, that irritation, maybe the pearl will start to formulate in you. And start to show you the way of your authentic heart, and as far as my radio programs are concerned and being more positive about them i I don't think that's what my radio programs are really about they're they're not about being positive; they're about finding the way of the heart and We go through many things in the way of the heart, and the people that generally listen to me, and the people that are sending me questions are doing so because they're confused or they want clarification or they want to hear something beyond the typical new thought genre that most people get caught up in or think is comfortable. There's nothing comfortable about our lives. We live in a very dangerous world. If you haven't noticed, Mary, I don't know how old you are. I don't know where you live. I, I don't know anything about you, but you must realize that we live in a very dangerous world with very dangerous things occurring all the time. And a lot of those dangerous things come from people like us who don't seem to be doing anything dangerous and yet are doing the most dangerous thing. And that is ignoring love, ignoring and being indifferent to the principles of love that make all of this possible, this lifetime. So Mary... I can't kowtow to you. I, uh, I can't relate to you. And I would highly suggest you stop listening to me maybe and, uh, go your merry way. But maybe it would be smarter of you if you really are sincere, which I don't think you are. But if you are, you keep listening and let me bug you. Let me, uh, annoy you. Uh, let me irritate you. And, uh, Let's see what happens in a year. Please forgive me, Mary. (laughs) Namaste. That is so funny. (laughs) Could I be a little more positive? Uh, Let's see. uh, mm, No. Okay. uh, Let's go to Marsha. And she does not tell me where she lives. As you speak, it seems that... your idea of humanity is going in the wrong direction. Can we all be that wrong and that bad after all these years, hundreds of years? Marcia. Yes, Marcia. <laughs> uh, we can all be that wrong. We can all be very wrong. We're going in the wrong direction because we're following our humanity. We're not living in love. We're not caring much about love. We only care about what we like, what we believe in, what we confirm within ourselves. You ask me, it seems that huma- you, I think that humanity is going in the wrong direction. Humanity is always going in the wrong direction. You know, everybody thought they were very right when they gave Socrates the poison. Everyone thought they were very right when they crucified Jesus. Everyone thought they were very right when they shot Jack and Bobby and Martin and Malcolm. Everybody thinks they're right by getting rid of those who have a voice that is different than the majority of people, the collective unconscious, the pedestrian mentality. Everybody thinks they're right when they do those things. Are you one of those? Right, people? Are you one of those individuals that does the right thing? And you have to think about it. Is it right? Humanity left to itself will live according to DNA and genetic nature. And there are those that would tell you that that's all there is. Genetic nature and DNA. And while I would not disagree with the power of both of those things... In the course of a human being's life, I would argue that they are the only thing. There is a point of transcendence, and we must begin to that journey of transcendence. If we never begin that journey, if we never go any higher than where we are now in our humanity and living out of our humanity, we're going to end up, which we probably will, destroying our humanity, destroying the earth, destroying everything that is important, that is beautiful. We will destroy our origins. And most people, well, they simply don't care. They don't care if they destroy those origins. They really don't. The only thing they seem to care about in the course of a lifetime is if they're comfortable and getting what they want. Marcia, I am not here to be the voice of it's okay. I don't turn my head from the things that are going on both in myself and in other people that I'm dealing with as human beings that is not healthy, that is not helping humanity. I just can't turn my head and say, well, those things don't exist. They do. They exist. They're painful. They're killing Many, many people. Now, dying isn't the worst thing that can happen to any of us, okay? Um, it's going to happen to all of us, one way or another. But obliterating the nature of this world, the beauty, and I'm not talking about the pristine beauty of the mountains, the trees, the ocean, but to actually undermine ourselves And kill ourselves while we merrily, merrily, in our own way, enjoy the entertainment that is provided for us to uh, distract us and to um, live and do those things that make it impossible for us to have decent food, a decent living, to now have a government that is doing what it's doing as we see our government doing and not to care at all about those who it's going to hurt seems to me to be a bit radical. And that's the way human beings go. Human beings, Marcia, will always find, try to find and find little inroads, little Mm. ways of undermining, undermining others to make ourselves more comfortable. We're always looking for the shortcut, the easy way. And when we find the shortcut and the easy way and we start living from it, we start undermining everything that is principled in this world to love to a harmony that we just simply don't get. We simply don't understand harmony. We don't like it. It undermines the gravitas of love, real love. We live in fear, and we respect it. And the only thing we respect is fear. And now we're being pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed pushed by outer forces and people and objects and things into a corner where it's do or die. I think there are people in this world that are waiting for a confrontation of some sort. This confrontation is the push, I call it. It's the push that creates the magnitude of disruption where we fall out of love with our life and we are only living to get what we want out of our livingness, I think we're being pushed by government. I think we're being pushed by individuals we don't know uh, to look the other way. Well, wow. there's kind of an underhandedness going on in this lifetime that is hurting and harming, harming excuse me, uh, Mother Nature. As well as human beings and undermining how they think. You can drive a person, Marcia, easily any human being to hate. It's a very simple thing to do. Just drive them to hate. You just point them in the direction and they'll do it all on their own. But love is another thing. If you point a person towards love, they will distrust it. They will be suspicious of it. They will want nothing of it because love destroys the hate that they're so comfortable in. So, how do you help people when they're prone to their humanity? Humanity is all about survival, mere survival, survival of the fittest, natural selection. And one day, you're going to be, and I'm going to be, I already am, low on the totem pole of that natural selection, of that survival. And you're going to be easily done away with by the powers that be. Some say it's the luminari. There are many different functions in this world that are all working to make an elite human being, an elite group of people, much like what we have have seen in history with the Nazis. I got a little political there, but you need to see it for what it is. The only thing that liberates us is love. So we either conform to the fascism that is going on in this world, in this country, or we liberate through transcendence, and we transcend it all, rise above it, through love, meditation, inner work. Yes, it takes a lot of work. Yes, it is not always pleasant to deal with ourselves in that way. But it is necessary. That's all I can say. It is absolutely necessary. And every time you meditate and work a little bit upon yourself, Marsha, if you would or do, you are separating more and more from the body of great stupidity that lives in this world. Human beings, when they get greedy and selfish, are very smart. They're ingenious about the mechanisms they can create to destroy themselves. That doesn't make us wise. That makes us ingenious, but it does not make us wise. We need wisdom in this world, not hate, not fear. We need love, and I don't mean human love either, but that's another story. Please forgive me. Namaste. And the last question. This comes from Gabriel. Greg, do you think that you care? Doesn't sound like it to me, Gabriel. Gabriel, I'm not responsible for what you hear. I'm not responsible for the value systems that you have accumulated over the course of your lifetime. If you knew me, which you don't, you've never met me, you would understand I care very deeply. My students understand how much I care, for the most part. I care about you, but I can't change you. I don't have the power to motivate you. No one does. Caring is an interesting thing. It depends on what you think care is. If you think it's placation, you're wrong. That would not be my motive of caring. If you think that my caring is about agreeing with you so you're comfortable and happy and feel free, uh, you would be wrong again. The kind of care I offer is the kind that any spiritual teacher offers. You care about the well-being, the inner well-being of a person that doesn't even know they have a being. I care about aspects of you you don't even understand, you don't know live inside you, have no relationship with, that you don't even understand exists in you. But I still care. And when I write a commentary or when I do a radio program or when I make TV programs and all the ones I've done, it is only through care. Do you think there would be any other motive to say the things I've said? Do you think what I say, what I teach draws the masses? Do you think it's easy to keep things together, to keep this radio program going, to keep TV going, to keep my work at hospice going? Do you think that's easy? No, it's not. And of course I care, or I wouldn't be doing it. There's nothing in it for me to work as hard as I do. You need to ask yourself, my dear friend, Gabriel, do you care? It's not questioning me. It's you. I don't see your radio program out there, your TV programs. I don't know if you volunteer to help in your community or whatever. But maybe you should ask yourself the question, do I care? Maybe this has nothing to do with anyone else but me. And I think if you look at it, really look at it. What you're questioning is not my sincerity, but your own. And we all need to do that from time to time. We really do. Gabriel, I hope that helps and you weren't too insulted because I really didn't mean to insult you. But I am very frank about everything up front. We don't have time to fool around. I'm out of here. Well, first show of the year in the old bucket. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you'll become a sponsor. Hope you'll help serve humankind. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. And please forgive me, eh? Namaste.